The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Pleased to be with you today on a very nice Nevada day. Nice cool nights and nice cool days mean good skiing. Good skiing means winter visitors. Many of the visitors come, in fact, from out of state. And when they see what we've got going here in Nevada, they want a little bit of little piece of it. They want to invest in our state. It's such a wonderful place to live, and those of us that live here get to enjoy it every day. So more second-time home buyers, primary residence buyers, and with technology moving into the northern part of the state, you can bet there's more activity on home buying and home building. We encourage everybody interested in starting out with real estate or real estate for investment to talk to experts first so that you make the right decisions. And that's where our program comes to play. We bring the experts to you right here in our studio, and we have great conversation about the business. Today is no exception. I have five guests with me today. Sherry Hill is with us. She's the CEO of Sage International. Welcome to the show, Sherry. All right, Peter. Thank you excited to learn from some of our other guests in the studio today, especially Habitat for Humanity. Oh, you gave it away. Thanks for inviting them. I'm glad that uh, you gave it away because we're all excited about Habitat for Humanity coming in to chat with us. So let's get right on it. Christine Price is with us. She's with Habitat for Humanity. You're the executive director. I am, and I'm excited to be here as well. What a great roundtable we're going to have today. Oh, yeah. We do have a good time here. You run the show at Habitat for Humanity in northern Nevada. How long have you been here? Well, I've been in Nevada for many, many years. If I gave that away, you'd know my age. So (laughs) we're not going to go there. Uh, But I have been with Habitat for Humanity for a little over 17 years. 17 years. Wow, that's awesome. I love Habitat for Humanity because I think of the founder, Jimmy Carter, and how he was so passionate and focused on Habitat for Humanity after he served his term as presidency. You don't see too many of the presidents, I think, working that hard after they retire from the presidency. Yeah, he's been known to even get out and even bleed on a house, you know, <laughs> a time or two. And even in his uh, fragile state with his uh, current medical conditions, mm-hmm. he's still out building and, and uh, supporting us. And he's just a wonderful spokesperson that we're – it's great to be associated with an organization that, that he loves and supports so uh, so passionately. Yes, and uh, I know there's so much more going on than just – that little part that we've talked about when it comes to Habitat for Humanity. You have a store, you have events, you have functions, and you give great, well, you give so much back to the community. Uh, I know we're going to have a good conversation chatting with about with you about that. You also brought one of your associates, Juliana Jefferson, is with us. Hi, Juliana. Hello. So tell us what you do at Habitat for Humanity. So I'm in charge of all of our marketing and events. Um, I plan two annual fundraisers and two mass mailings, which I'm sure some of you guys get quarterly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In fact, that's how I made first contact with Christine was through a mailing that Sherry, you had picked up, handed it to me, and I thought, wow, Habitat for Humanity. I really didn't hear enough about it up to that point, obviously, mm-hmm. because I was just being made aware of it. But the more I thought about it, the more I hear about what you're doing and, well, all the feedback I get. It's awesome, the work that you do there. Yeah, we're very grassroots, and we're very excited to be here. Awesome. We're going to talk more about the organization and how we can all get involved and make a difference in our community. 
Also with us today, we have Brian Cassidy. Brian is the president of Junk King Arena. Welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you, Peter. Glad to be here. Glad to have you back, too. I remember last time we had planned on having you on the show, but you were busy on a big job. It seems like every job you do is a big job. I mean, big stuff moving around. Yeah, last one we did was a four-bedroom house. Uh, nice area, but was uh, unfortunately not kept upright and uh, took us two, two and a half days to clean it out. Amazing that homes need that much TLC, if you will. Yes. Uh, when they've been empty for a long time or you've had some bad renters or natural disasters. I mean, it's, it seems like there's always a reason that people are going to need your services. Uh, but you do small jobs too, right? The little things that people need help with. Yeah, we'll pick up a couch, a refrigerator, all the way up to filling up our truck, which is 18 cubic yards multiple times if we have to. Too big, too heavy, too there much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Still getting the hang of that. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 that's... You lift it, though. <laughs> right, yeah, we'll lift it. Yeah. And if I can, i got a winch that will. So we got all the tools. Sometimes my car seems like it needs your services. Yeah. Because it's just too much. Yeah. In there. Wow. But no, you do, uh, you do the little stuff, and I know you guys are fast. And what I like about your company is that you're licensed, you're bonded, you're insured. People have uh, – they put confidence in your company when you come to their homes. Absolutely. And so all that heavy lifting that people normally would try to do on their own, hurt their back, bruise a leg, lugging something out to the curb, you guys come in and you just take it right from the spot. That's, that's unusual, isn't it? Yeah, it's very unusual. A lot of people think that they have to get it out to the garage, but we'll come in the house because we're getting insured. So uh, you just point to it and we'll haul it out somehow. That's awesome. We're going to talk about what you do with that material. I know it doesn't all go to the dump when you take a real good look at it, which is kind of the focus of our show with Habitat for Humanity. We'll talk more about that and your company, Junking Reno, later on the show. All right. Also with us, a real estate investor's best friend, Alan Zane, is with us. Alan is the broker of Atlas Red Realty. You're one of the most creative people I know when it comes to closing real estate transactions for investors. You know, I started when I was 19 years old. Um, got my license actually um, when I was about uh, 35. So I don't know. It feels like I've been doing it my whole life. I don't know what else. To it say. sounds like your whole life. If yeah. that was me talking, it would be my, your whole life. <laughs> but I knew you when you were a kid. That's right, you did. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, I I know that you cut some deals that involve all sorts of unusual transactions, and all not only in Reno, but all across uh, the state. In fact. And it seems to me, because I've worked with a lot of realtors in the past, you have to be creative to really be successful. You've got to find ways to put that puzzle together that the average person couldn't realize. Yeah, it just seems seems like I've always been drawn to those types of things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know really why that is, but it seems to be effective. It works well. Mm-hmm. So uh, Atlas Red Realty, interesting name for Atlas Red Realty. I read a book once called Atlas Shrugged. Is there any connection with those those two names? Maybe in part. Maybe yeah. in part. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of different things in that name. Um, it was. It was in initially when I formed it as a company. It was when the market was really down, and so part of the initial thought was that it was when the world turned red. We knew what to do. Mm-hmm. That was Atlas Red Realty. And we still do. Yeah, yeah. Even because the market has all sorts of gyrations. I was at the Reno Real Estate Investors Club recently. Alan, a gentleman was making a presentation, the statistics in the market, and what he was actually showing. And this was we're talking about toward the end of of October, early November of 2015. The real estate market uh, average home price is trending down just slightly the last few months. So it looks like we're going through another little cycle, at least for a while. Could be part of it just seasonal, could be part of it just 
people reacting to the economy and what's going on with interest rates. Uh, but it does move in cycles all the time, and it can be dramatic, like we saw just a few years ago. Do you think there's any drama coming as far as that cycle goes for us in the near future? Well, I'm not seeing any real drama. I, I mean, I see it on the horizon for the general world, but I don't necessarily see that it's happening right here in Reno yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think that um, if we have an economic global collapse, then, yeah, we'd certainly feel a pinch here. But with 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 uh, with the, the advent of the of the Tesla deal and then everything else that came behind that, I think that we actually have we're, we're poised for some tremendous growth and gains around here. Mm-hmm. And I think you should you should really invest in in this area. Going into uh, real estate, buying a piece of real estate investment property, rental property, even a house, you go into business. You have to have that entrepreneurial spirit. You've got that too because you started your own real estate office. When you have an entrepreneurial spirit, you're going to find a way no matter what. It really doesn't matter what the market's doing. If you if you have a, a service that you can provide to people and give them benefit from it, you're going to provide it or you're not. Mm-hmm. It's pretty simple. Yeah. Simple business is what Sherry talks to me about a lot. Sherry, you help a lot of people form corporations. You give people advice on starting businesses. Uh, being a realtor is pretty simple business. You buy a house, you sell a house. Being in the junk business, you buy you know, you, you pick up junk, you haul it, you sort it, whatever you do with it. But it's all about one thing. Sometimes it seems like other people are trying to start businesses that are really complex. You know, it all starts with a dream. So every single big company started as a small company. Little few people, great idea, maybe one product that they thought about. You know, there's a difference of I want to start a business as a mom and pop or a lifestyle business versus I want to grow exponentially, get venture capital, and potentially go public or sell it to one of my big competitors. So Mm -hmm. everything that we look at is what's your model going in, where are you trying to get to, and how do you scale for that? So decisions are different depending on what your outcome or end result you're trying to achieve. I talk on the show a lot of times about how when somebody buys that first piece of investment property, they're going into business. I say that because I know from experience, as soon as I bought my first piece of investment property, I had to start getting all these other people involved in my life, and it was like I was busy. Uh, Do people think about that? Is that an important thing that people think about that are investing in real estate is about getting their business life in order? No, they never think about it. (laughs) That's the problem. And then I usually see them when they're in trouble. You know, there's a lot, there's a thousand different ways to invest in real estate. And most people have two in mind. I'm going to fix and flip or I'm going to buy and hold. But, Mm -hmm. you know, Alan knows there's multiple ways to be a real estate investor. And really, depending on what you want to do, are there other people involved? Are you going to um, own the real estate? It just, there's, I ask a thousand questions, Mm -hmm. you know. So not everybody's the same. There's no cookie cutter approach. But, you know, the worst is to think you can do it on your own. And that's, again, where people get into trouble. We're going to help people make decisions because they're not on their own anymore. They get to listen to people like you, Sherry helping them with uh, guidance on opening a business, launching a business, growing a business, and that includes real estate investment. I'm glad you're with us today. Thank you. Also, we have in the studio Brian Cassidy from Junk King Reno, Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty, Christine Price from Habitat for Humanity, and Juliana Jefferson also from Habitat for Humanity. We've got more after this message from our sponsors. This is Melissa Palangi from King Bee Construction. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. 
Peter Padilla is important to me because he's always bringing experts together. Peter Padilla is a marketing expert. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trained specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. This is Shanna Roski from North American Title. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he cares about our community and helping businesses in our area. Peter Padilla is a fantastic person. Thank you, Peter. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad you tuned in to our show today. We've got a great roundtable of guests talking with us and our listeners about Real estate and real estate for investment. It's not always about just finding the property and making a deal. It's making sure that you have the right connections to the right property. Connections are critical to doing real estate transactions. In fact, many great deals, they don't even show up on the multiple listing service. They come from knowing people who are in the business. And a lot of deals get cut well before many times the general public has awareness that things are going on. So it's about business, it's about sales, it's about contacts, and we have five great people in the studio with me today helping me make those great contacts. Alan Zane is with us. Alan is with Atlas Red Realty. He's the broker and the owner. Alan, I bet that the contacts in your database, that's really what makes your business work. My previous career before this one, it was all about the contacts, and when I migrated over to become a a real estate agent, for me, running the business was very easy. I already had a good established reputation, mm-hmm. and the phone has never stopped ringing because of it. Yeah. So. And a good handle on how to handle good contacts because many people go about meeting folks all the time. They're always chatting, but they don't follow up or they don't take notes. And you know, right. so they're always chasing that next contact without realizing the whole idea about getting great contacts is to do some good, dis- good business. Yeah, that's right. And I think that um, for me, I always put my, my client first. And I know everybody says that, but I really did. Mm-hmm. I honestly, my mantra has always been for me and my agents that happy clients don't sue. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and and if you, if you, it, whenever you're going forward in a transaction trying to figure out what to do, if there's, you come across an obstacle or something you need to do, mm-hmm. what's going to make the client happy? Just, just answer that question and yeah. do that. And that's why we just keep having more and more people call us up. So. Mm-hmm. 
Real estate for investment. That's the big thing that we talk about here. A lot of people think they missed the bus. The best investment deals maybe were in 2012, 2013. Is there still some room? Do people still find deals that are looking good to create cash flow? One thing about real estate, there will always be another deal. Mm. And even right now, um, I got a client who was looking and we found the property was 20 units. And, and at our first uh, guess was, oh, this is overpriced. Within half an hour walking through the property, we found multiple ways to make probably about $3 million on the property. Wow. Yeah. I'm, what I'm saying is there's always a deal, mm-hmm. no matter what time it is, no matter what's happening in the market. Just look around and see if you can provide a solution. Mm-hmm. Real estate's always about people. It's never about the property. It's always about people. Yeah. I mean, you've got to do a good job. Obviously, they, they want that from anybody they work with. But I think people like to do business with people that they like, people they know, people they trust, or people that are already doing business with them. Sometimes our vendors, many times, can be our best prospect. Yeah, you bet. You bet. I love it when uh, when you have people like that, that would go in and wreck out houses uh, during the, the downturn with all the foreclosures. Um, pe- people, like, people like Brian. Hey, Brian, what are you wrecking out today? Oh, really? That one's coming on the market? Oh, interesting. I've got a buyer for that. <laughs> this is all about contacts. Yeah. It's all about being aware of the surroundings and what people are doing and how they're doing it and, mm-hmm. and providing solutions. One of the best persons I know for contacts and connections is Sherry Hill. Sherry, in fact, you teach that in some of your classes about the value and the importance of having those right contacts. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, one of the things that people learn, especially they do business with me, you're not just doing business with me, you're doing business with this massive network that I have built over the last several decades Mm -hmm. to make sure that I have vetted out a lot of great experts, bookkeepers, CPAs, attorneys, insurance, folks like that, to know that if I'm going to recommend someone do business with them, I already know how they do business. Mm -hmm. And that's huge, and that has value. And that's an important part of the reason that you you talk to people, you meet with them. The the resource really is the referral, because if people call count on you in referrals, you have more you have more connections, you have more power, you have more ability to get things done for people because you have these connections. Uh, it's almost like on a resume, it should say, list some of your connections. How many connections do you do? I wonder, in fact, if maybe some employers for some positions aren't going to somebody's social media profile and checking to see how many Facebook, how many LinkedIn have you got. I would think that the most successful people probably have a big list. Yes, they do. And I consider myself a master connector. <laughs> Great example is I put Habitat for Humanity together with Nevada Real Estate Radio to go, I think there's an awesome connection here. Well, that's that's one. (laughs) And Junk King, because guess what? You're all in the kind of the same business. And so that's how my mind works. I'm constantly trying to figure out who can benefit from learning about other people that are working and living and participating in our community. You bet. Um, can, those connections are awesome. And that's why I value the work that you do, Sherry, is because those connections, they're like gold, really, if you treat them in the right way and if they come from the right source. And you're a great source for connections. Let's talk about John King. In fact, we met Brian and, and uh, your dad, Mike, mm-hmm. uh, a few months back at a function that Sherry invited me to attend as well. And, you know, when we look at functions now, we always ask ourselves, what is the value of this function? And the value is if you meet one great connection that can help you or that you can help, it's worth it. Sometimes one connection really can make a big difference. And you guys have been out and about also networking and marketing, important to your business. 
Very important to our business. Um, our background was in business, so we know how to network, and that's what drew us to Junk King was the business to business and getting out there. It wasn't so much just picking up junk, but we could actually touch more people and make connections with mm-hmm. our business and our service, like helping nonprofits out. So um, that networking is very huge to us, and it's something that we uh, um, feel very passionate about, and so we want to get involved as much as we can because it is a connections. It's it, it, You may meet somebody now, Alan, and – May not be tomorrow, but could be three months from now. And it's, hey, you know, so that's all you want to be is when somebody's thinking about that, you want to just stand out in their mind. I realized when I bought my pickup, uh, it was probably seven or eight years ago, suddenly my list of friends grew quickly. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and you have two trucks yeah, now. Do, yeah. so. <laughs> yes, it is. You have two trucks? Yeah, right. Yeah. And, they, so. and they, these guys are big. They lift a lot of stuff. They work in the cold. I love that part too. Yeah. Burr. I, I'll just call it junkie. You always seem to be moving fast. When people want that stuff cleaned up, they don't want it done in two weeks or three weeks. They want it done now. Yeah. Fast and effective. We get in and get out. Do it right, but mm-hmm. they, we've trained the guys well enough that they know that you know it's always got to get to the next appointment. But let's do this one right and make the people happy. And people are amazed about how fast we can get in there and get uh, get their stuff taken out because it's been sitting there for three years for them. Mm-hmm. But we come in and do it right away. So mm-hmm. sometimes people are like, "Oh, is that easy? I maybe I should have done it." But <laughs> you didn't. You waited three years. <laughs> so you know we just but we just do it all the time, all day. Mm-hmm. So we know how to do it quick and fast. Yeah, I loved taking a tour of your warehouse when I first went in there because I saw so many interesting things. It was like uh, I felt like I was going into a, a scene from Sanford and Son. There was stuff all over the place, and I thought, this is very cool. Some people really like this. Then it was shortly after. The universe brought me the, uh, the connection with Habitat for Humanity from Sherry Hill, and that's why we have the folks from Habitat for Humanity with us today as well, Brian. We have Christine Price, and she's the executive director of Habitat for Humanity. Juliana Jefferson is here with us too. Christine, Habitat for Humanity. Sherry was telling me she was at your store recently, and you've got quite an operation there, I understand. Well, we'd like to think so, and um, you know, I'd like to extend an invitation to Junk King that if he'd like to clean out his Sanford and Son warehouse, <laughs> we could probably, you know, we can probably work together. Which, yeah. uh, which I thank you so much for having us on today and making this connection for us. As we're talking about networking, this is, yeah. I think, a perfect connection um, because our store that we have, and I think people most don't often associate us with our discount supply store. They associate us with building houses, which mm-hmm. is which is our main mission, uh, helping low income families become homeowners. Uh, but as part of that mission uh, to help provide that, we have a thrift store for building materials. Yeah, And uh, so it's, it's always fun. Uh, so I absolutely understand what you're saying about people, you know, cleaning out their garages and, and, and donating items to, to have a new life, a new purpose. And, you know, it, for us, it's a circle of life. It's, you know, donate and recycle, reuse, and um, then we're able to use those funds to mm-hmm. to build the houses for the families. Uh, in the meantime, we get to do a, such an incredible thing, I think, for, for the environment, and that is to keep millions of pounds of stuff that would go into landfills out of landfills. Uh, so everybody benefits. People who donate benefit by you know financially. People who shop in the store uh, get a great bargain, pennies on the dollars for things that they you mm-hmm. know might need to fix up their uh, their uh, rental homes or their flips. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm tapping Alan here on the shoulder here, hoping. Uh, uh, and you know, then we were able to use those funds to buy the materials we need to provide housing for our low income families in the area. So mm-hmm. for us, it was just such a great fit, and it's exciting to think about expanding in uh and and helping out and working with another great company like junking 
You know, my mother was a woman way ahead of her time. I remember when I was a little boy, probably five or six years old, she would take me to a secondhand store to shop. And we were a big family. I had a lot of kids. I'm the 10th of 11 children. So it was oh like, a, it's like a <laughs> carnival <laughs> carnival every day, right, of, of people. Name tags house. at the family reunion. Yeah. Yeah. I got called every name that my siblings have until she finally got to me. But she took me to these stores. I didn't realize she was way ahead of her time because today people love to go to re- gently reused, recycled stores, uh, you name it, they want to go not only because may, maybe they can get something for less money, but you get some of the most interesting things at these kinds of stores like you have at Habitat for Humanity. So I think your timing is real good too because this seems to be what people like is items that have character and items that have been used and are recyclable because, like you say, who wants to fill the landfill? I, I love to build stuff. I have Tinker Toys in my office, right? We I, saw that, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, I just love the idea of building stuff, and that's one of the reasons I love to go to the Playa and Burning Man. Same thing, too. I wonder if maybe some of your supplies wouldn't be good supplies for a Burning Man compound. Um, we have quite a, a following of Burning Man participants uh, in the months prior to, <laughs> to that event, yeah. uh, and it's always fun to see what creative things they do with the mm-hmm. stuff that they get in our store. Uh, and, and We love the pictures and, and the stories and, and whatnot, but yeah, I, I, I think um, quite a bit of that clientele during the summer is also... Uh, Attending your uh, your Burning Man yeah. event, yeah. and and it's coming up fast. You know, really, it's, it won't be long, and tickets are for sale, and mm-hmm. people want, wanting to go to know where do I go to get some of the items that I need. Juliana Jefferson is with us too. She is in charge of marketing and events for the organization Habitat for Humanity. Juliana, what is the best way that people can get information about the store and other things like that if they want to visit? Yeah, so you can always call our store, and then there's also our Facebook page and our website that are updated regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if you wanted to call our store, it's Mm 775-323-5511. And then Facebook, it's just Habitat for Humanity, Truckee Meadows. Um, And that's the best way to get a hold of us. All right, we're going to put all that information on our website, Nevada nevadarealestateradio.com. That way we can make it easy for people to connect. Come out to visit the store. Sherry, you told me you saw some things that would be pretty nice for my office there. Oh, yes. What amazes me is that, you know, there's a lot of new stuff because when you think about people that they move into a new home, they don't particularly like that ceiling fan or that lamp or that hardware on their doors, and they donate a lot of new stuff as well or cleanouts or huge, in my mind, for the fix and flip crowd. So, Um, everyone's got to go check it out. And Juliana, where is the store located? So we're at 1775 Coonsley Street. We're right on the corner of Kitsky and Coonsley by the river. Very nice. Okay. We'll be right back. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? 
Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trainer specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-U-L-B-E-R-T.com, or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Halbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. This is Alicia Johnson from Reno, Nevada. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he is a highly knowledgeable individual about real estate in Northern Nevada. Thank you, Peter. Thanks for tuning in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. I'm enjoying my conversation like I do every week with outstanding guests in the studio. You don't have to worry about having friends when you have friends coming over to visit all the time. That's what we get here every Wednesday on our radio show. And today, no exception. We have five friends and guests in the studio with us. Juliana Jefferson is here. She's the marketing and events person at Habitat for Humanity. Christine Price is with her too. Christine is the executive director. Alan Zane is with us, visiting us from Atlas Red Realty. He's the broker owner. And we also have Brian Cassidy. Brian is the president of Junk King. Rounding out the corner in short stop, it's Sherry Hill. (laughs) Sherry Hill is the wealth protection diva at Sage International. Sherry, when I met you and I heard that, I thought, diva? What does that mean? What's that about? Let people know what that's about. That means I earned it. You earned so, it. So, yeah. yes, I've been working with <laughs> real estate investors and startup entrepreneurs for uh, over two decades. Yeah. And so I know a lot about what it takes to start a business, but even more important, how to stay in business. Mm-hmm. I worked a lot with nonprofits, and I also helped them get formed properly right from the start. And so it's it's a fun business. It's a fascinating business. But... As with anybody in business, I've also grown a very successful company. So I've been there, I've done that, and I teach and speak from personal experience. 
and that's what makes me different than most. So a lot of people that are out talking about their expertise and how they want to help people improve either their physical fitness or their business or their family relationships, you know, they talk about all the successes they've had. I'm one of those individuals that feels like I want to deal with people that have seen both sides of the coin, the challenges as well. I'm sure you've had those in your business, challenging times. Oh, yes. I have a master's degree from the School of Hard Knocks. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe a PhD, actually. <laughs> and so that's that's what makes it so fascinating. But what's even more fascinating is I'm still standing. Yes. And so, yes, I learned the hard lessons, but I also know how to recover. I know how to pivot. I know how to think outside of the box. And usually, you know, what it takes to stay in business is vision Mm -hmm. and always being out there ahead of where is everybody else playing today. And so that's um, part of what I really help business owners, investors, professionals, entrepreneurs understand that you've got to get out of the micro world sometimes and look at the big picture. You know, I uh, was really impressed when I met you because I visited your office, and it reminded me of when I was a little boy going to the school or to the public library. I've never seen so many books in my life as when I walk into your office. You're the kind of person that you don't really go hide and get away from it all and go get some solitude. seems like when you're alone, you're reading or you're studying. Uh, you, you must really just love being a student, I guess. Is I am. I'm a perpetual student, yeah. and – you know, if if you stop learning, then you might as well die. So it's like everything I learn, absorb, and then try and get out there to help other people know that there's different ways to think about things. There's, mm-hmm. you know, you can't solve the same problem with the same mind that created it. So you have to have a network. You have to have other sources. You have to be able to really, as a business owner, talk to other individuals to see how they have potentially encountered that same issue and how they've solved it, which might be uh, a good tip or an insight for you. Well, we, we talked about the value of networking and the importance of you know, being visible and being knowledgeable about different organizations and functions. You recently went on some business trips to the West Coast. Tell us a little bit about the meetings that you've been attending and what you've learned at these meetings. Yes. So I've been invited to two different, uh, fairly large real estate investors groups down in the Bay Area, one in San Ramon, California, and the other in San Leandro, California. And what I love is the diversity So you're talking about, you know, kind of the hotbed of Silicon Valley. So you've got all kinds of individuals from different backgrounds, cultures, languages, and they're all in the same room. But it's, you know, real estate is real estate. So again, when I talk about there's a thousand ways to invest in real estate, I don't care if you're sitting in San Ramon or Reno or Poughkeepsie. Mm -hmm. It's the same concepts, and but everybody that usually is very active in real estate investing, they love to be learners. They want to mm-hmm. learn from the Alan Zanes that have been there and done that and mm-hmm. are highly creative. And so I like to be in those kinds of environments. Is Poughkeepsie uh, near New York? Elko? Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> further away. <laughs> you need to get out more. <laughs> well, I do. I have to confess to the listeners and to our guests in the studio, I was with Sherry on these tours, and I had a great time because what I was talking about was Nevada real estate in California. 
So at first, you know, the thought was, what good is it to go to California and talk about Nevada real estate? But guess what? They want Nevada real estate in California. It's close. It's convenient. And as far as they're concerned, it's underpriced. Well, we're still the Wild <laughs> West. We have space, right? <laughs> I know. And But what I, what I found fascinating is that when we came back from those meetings, your phone was ringing. People were calling you about doing business just based on the fact that you were meeting people, talking about your area of expertise. And, you know, look, there's a credibility factor, right? When you travel to an event, you learn new things, you meet new people, you're you're looked at differently because you've traveled this far to get there. And it was really an impressive thing to see. You had the, you captivated those audiences, both of them. In fact, so much so that the organizer of one of the audiences came to visit me just last week, and he attended a function here. It's great how those connections are building, isn't it? Yes, it's it's fantastic. And of course, you know, I've been doing business in all fifty states forever, so my clients are from all over. Mm-hmm. And it's just fun to go out and be considered the expert because I'm fifty miles outside my local area, right? Mm-hmm. Here, I don't know if people think I'm an expert, right? But I know out there in the big world they do. And it's just it's always fun to find out what's going on in different communities and what people are experiencing and just what are their challenges. And as I typically find out with a lot of real estate investors, they're a mess. So they're excellent at investing in real estate. They're not good at making sure that they're protecting their assets or mm-hmm. reducing their taxes the most effective way mm-hmm. possible. Mm-hmm. So they love when I show up. Yeah, do they? Yes. I saw Alan cringe over there a little bit <laughs> when you were talking about how most investors aren't protected. Alan? Oh, I was laughing because people call me for the same reason. Alan, my real estate's messed up. How do you help me out with it? <laughs> and, yes. And nine times out of ten, you know, well, do you have an LLC? Do you have, you know, they ask them about taxes. They, they haven't said any of those principles they're leaving so much on the table. It's incredible. Yeah, I concur with with. That's why I was cringing. I just laughed because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not even my 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 supposed my my expertise, but I know when it's wrong. Yes, there are a lot of uh, a lot of business people nowadays that are involved with networking organizations. Some of them are like the Tip is one of them. Another one is uh, BNI. Uh, BNI, yes, and then there are other local organizations like that. They operate in a funny way because they. They are a networking organization, but yet they're very closed in. They only let one of each into each type of business in, perhaps. They have maybe some strict guidelines and restrictions. And you know how it is with rules. Sometimes you're so busy paying attention to the rules and living by the rules that you're not really doing what you're there to do, which is business. You're more focused on those details, and I sometimes feel that that's the case. But it's, it is all about referrals. And when you go to travel, Sherry, to one of these events or people travel here for events and they are meeting people and they're offering advice, they're giving of themselves something in the hopes that they get an exchange of business. I'm not sure maybe that sometimes people don't understand that. All right. Well, I, I look at it as the, the value of the relationship. It's not so much what I'm going to get from you in this moment or what you're going to get from me in this moment. It's how do we build that relationship because what can show up in the future is where you can really see the magic and the serendipity of getting out there and meeting people. And, you know, sometimes people shortchange themselves. They look at this moment, this transaction, 
and try and get away with stuff or, you know, ask for discounts or do all this stuff without any forethought into where could this relationship really end up in a year mm-hmm. to 15 years down the road, the value of that connection. You know, I, you and I were talking about a, a client uh, that we that we had on our business plan for a few months back, and the client was telling us about a situation where they had been referred somebody who went to see them, but the experience was negative, and it was negative because the, although they did business, the client that we were referring our our new client to was forced to reduce his price so low he really didn't make any money, might have even lost some money on it. And what this new referral didn't realize is that he blew a relationship, a long-term relationship, just because he saved $5 or $10 on a right. little deal. Yes. Um, that, that's a huge deal killer sometimes if you're thinking short-term, saving a few bucks versus what you can do long-term. And I'm sure all of us in this room have dealt with those kinds of situations, right, where everybody just wants to get the cheapest, the cheapest, the cheapest, and, and that's really what you end up with is the cheapest. You really do get what you pay for, don't you? Yes, absolutely. There's no cost to be on the show today, by the way, for anybody (laughs) here in the studio. I love you all. Hey, we're talking about real estate and real estate for investors, all of the details that go along with that. If you're a real estate investor, you're always going to need somebody to help you clean up projects, whether it's after a big uh, fix before a flip or because you've inherited a home that you need to clean up because it's going to be a long-term investment. And many times people think they'll save the money by doing it on their own, but they end up costing themselves because it takes more time than they planned or because they injure themselves. Lifting something that's too big, too heavy, too much. That's why we have Brian Cassidy from Junk King Reno. Yeah, the best way to call us is our call center at 888-888-JUNK. My territory is very large. It's pretty much Cold Springs down to Minden, the Nevada side of Tahoe, Verdi, out to Dayton and to Fernley. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's right now. Second truck's coming, so we'll be expanding our territory. Very good. We encourage anybody to call you that needs items cleaned up, an area cleaned up, and needs it done fast because you guys are really on it. I really like that about your company is you're fast, you're friendly, you're efficient, and you get the job done. So congratulations, and I hope it continues to get better for you. Thank you. Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty. Alan, you're offering your services, I know, to the general public. However, you're primarily working with investors still. Is there a limit of properties you think somebody should think about buying before they look at different kinds of investments? Is there a general rule on six properties, eight properties, ten properties, or does it vary? No, the only limits would be as far as loan limits. If they're getting loans for properties, then, then there are limits. To, you, the first limit is four, the next mm-hmm. limit is six, the next limit is ten. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, honestly, I don't ever think of it as far as the, the loan side of it. I just look at the, the growth of the, of, the, of the investor themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and as, as they, they learn to do, just, just for instance, single-family houses and then go to multifamily and then go to apartment complexes, You know, once they can have those underneath their belt and understand the nuances of each of those, and it's time to move up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the money gets bigger, the, the bigger you go, generally speaking. Yeah. A lot of people need and want education before they buy. The best way to get that is to visit with you, either in person, telephone. I know you like to pe- meet people face-to-face. That's what I like about you, too, Alan. So give us the best contact information in case somebody wants to visit with you. I do. I do like to meet people face-to-face. Our phone number is 775-393-9639. Very good. We've got your contact information on our website, Nevada Real Estate Radio. I want to talk about the Habitat for Humanity organization in northern Nevada. We have two guests with us in the studio, but we have to take a quick break. Please hang on. We'll be back after this message. 
This is Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he actually takes the time to do an interview. Peter Padilla is a longtime friend, mentor, and I love him. (laughs) I'm Brian Cassidy, owner of Junk King Reno. We know you like a clean house and a clean yard, but sometimes things are too big, too heavy, or too much. That's when you should call us Junk King Reno. We're the professionals in the junk and rubbish removal business. Our team comes to your home to pick up what you need to dispose of. You don't need to gather it and haul it to the curb. We recycle and donate everything possible before we visit a landfill. We're fully insured and bonded. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK. Junk King Reno, locally owned and operated. Is it that time of year to make an appointment? Are you in the market for a mammogram? Instead of a mammogram, why not consider making an appointment for a thermogram? Thermograms are the modern, safe alternative to a mammogram. By mapping known thermal changes in the breast tissue that occur when disease is present, a very early detection can be noted and addressed. This breast screening method is totally safe at any age for any type or condition of the breast. And best of all, it is painless, does not involve any breast compression, no physical contact, and no radiation exposure. A certified medical trainer specialist can determine the abnormal changes in a woman's breast. Thermography is not a standalone examination. Along with your physician's direction, the proper secondary screening can be determined should the thermal image indicate a problem. For a free consultation on whether or not this is the right choice for you, call Thermal Imaging Consultants today, 356-0200. That's 356-0200. Or check them out on the web at thermogramexam.com. Nevada Real Estate Radio. That's the program you're listening to, and my name is Peter Padilla. I am your host and pleased to be with you today. It's really the best part of my week when I get to talk to my guests and have our listeners tune in to great conversation about real estate and real estate for investors. I mean, how many times are you able to pick a career, pick a business that you want to start, and then get background information ahead of time at no cost to you? It's pretty rare that you can do that. But with real estate investing, you have an opportunity just by listening to our show every day. It's Wednesdays, 1 p.m. right here on KFOY. And if you've missed any part of the show, we encourage you to visit our website so that you can listen to some of the past podcasts. You'll find topics of all sort, everything from plumbing to attorneys to investment real estate, duplexes, single-family residence. You can just about pick any project related to buying and selling real estate, and you'll find our shows there. Today, we have five guests in the studio, Sherry Hill from Sage International, Brian Cassidy from Junk King Reno, Alan Zane, he is the broker owner at Atlas Red Realty, Juliana Jefferson, she's the marketing and events coordinator at Habitat for Humanity, and Christine Price, she's the executive director of Habitat for Humanity. Must be a very rewarding position that you have, Christine, as executive director there, to have done it for as long as you have. Did you say 13 years? Uh, 17, actually. 17. I got four years since the last time I talked to you. 17 (laughs) years. I knew I felt old. (laughs) 17 years doing this. I mean, what is it about it that you love? What is the passion? Where does that come from? For me, it it brought all of my passions together into one organization. I was brought up in a family that nonprofits were... what you did, you you know, you served your community. You whether you worked or you volunteered and whatnot. Um, and so when this position opened up, it was just seemed like it was a gift from God for me. Uh, you know, my passion for real estate, my passion for building and for helping people. Um, and I think one of my most 
exciting moments. What keeps me going is that this is one of those organizations that uh, people are helping themselves. Mm -hmm. And I get to see families from the minute that they apply for a home and they've been shot down and they, you know, they feel like society's kicking them in the teeth no matter how hard they work. Um, and I get to see them grow and blossom and realize that, that there are people in our community because we live in a wonderful, helpful, you know, generous community are out there and they want to see them succeed. And I get to see the change of them, you know, all the way up to the day I give them the keys to their new house. Wow. And that what it makes every day, every long hour, every, you know, uh, struggle that we have as an organization and, and whatnot, all worth it to, to mm-hmm. see those families grow and become um, contributing members to our society as opposed to members that were relying on a lot of services. Mm-hmm. Um, when you give somebody, you know, the it's to quote the Bible a little bit here, but um, when you, you know, you can give somebody a fish and you feed them for a day or you can teach them to fish and they can, you know, they can feed themselves for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And um, although we don't touch, you know, thousands of families on a yearly annual basis, um, what we do is we change their lives and their um, descendants' lives, you know, hopefully forever by making them homeowners and breaking that cycle of of despair and I hate to say renters since I've got, you know, property investors here. It's not that that's a bad thing, but, you know, when you can give somebody the stability of being a homeowner, you really do change the whole foundation of their family. I think you can impact a lot more people, too, than just the people that you help because you have a lot of volunteers and you have sponsors. And I'm sure their lives change when they see what their efforts can do as well. Absolutely. Um, you know, one of my favorite things is I, I, I'm forever talking to volunteers who helped build this house or helped build that house or they came out with a group. And, you know, le- years later, they tell me about that experience and how it moved them and changed them. You know, they either learned something they didn't know. They learned how to do plumbing. And they thought they could never do that. Or they got to meet the family or, or something like that. Um, but what's amazing is they almost always refer to it as that uh, my house. I helped build that house. And they mm-hmm. feel this sense of community. And, uh, you know, they, they helped build something that was is there and they can see it they can drive by it um so i do know that not only do we change the lives of these families but we do change the lives of our volunteers as well uh they come out like i said in groups they come out as individuals they come out as families some of them come out because they want to learn a skill they want to learn how to build or they come out because they want to help and they and i I truly think they take more away than they they than they brought the people that are actually building the homes, when you find a piece of land and you decide to build a home for a family, does the family get involved with the building? Are they out there swinging the hammer or Absolutely. volunteers? Who all is building yeah. the house? Um, all of the above. Yeah. But uh, each of our families are required to put in a minimum of 500 hours of sweat equity to build their homes. Oh, I like uh, that. And uh, it's, it, there's a lot of reasons for that. But, you know, a lot of it is, is if you help build it, you will have pride in it. Oh, yeah. And a lot of these people have no idea what's behind the wall. What, what's behind your drywall? You know, how many mm-hmm. of us know that? Helping people, you know, build their house builds their skills and their abilities to be good homeowners. Because if if you've been a renter all your life, you just call the landlord and yeah. and please come unplug my toilet and the light doesn't work and I don't <laughs> know why. Um, so if you help build it, you you build those skills as well. But it also builds your confidence and you get to know your neighbors and there's there's a lot of reasons behind that. And they get to work side by side with those volunteers that uh, you know become that network like we were talking about earlier. They're you know they they realize that uh, it's okay to call the mayor's office that there really are people that'll talk to you if you have an issue. 
Um, maybe you meet the code enforcement officers, or maybe you meet you know the real estate agent because it's Realtor Day, and you know you you uh, you get some referrals that way. It's amazing. I truly think the volunteers take away more than 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 they actually bring to the site, um, but they are our lifeblood as well. Um, you know, without volunteers, we would not be able to provide housing affordable to to these to these families. My name is Peter Padilla. I'm your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm talking with Christine Price. She's the executive director of Habitat for Humanity, and joining her is Juliana Jefferson, marketing and events at Habitat for Humanity, joining us in the studio with our other guests. I love Habitat for Humanity, and I love the idea of people helping to build their own home. In fact, it's almost like an advantage. I mean, how many of us would love to be able to do that? It's not because we need to go through Habitat for Humanity, but how many builders would let me go and help building my house. They probably wouldn't let me do it because they have their own codes, their own regulations, their own unions. But when you get to work with Habitat for Humanity to build your home, you're actually learning things and you're learning how to communicate and you're learning how processes work and that pride of ownership. There's just so many benefits to it. Almost like if It'd be neat if a builder kind of like your build-your-own pizza guys would have a build-your-own-house guy, right? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. You don't, you can't get that any other way. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that I'm aware <laughs> of, but I mean, it might be out there. Sherry, maybe know. you can uh, work on that business, uh, build-your-own-house with a – I've swung a hammer <laughs> enough times, I know. <laughs> All right, you'll be my foreman. <laughs> I like that. The store is awesome, and we're encouraging people to come to the store. We have a lot of investors that listen to the show, fix flippers, realtors, you name it. What kind of things can we find if we go into the store that would help us in our business? I like to tell people that it's like a treasure hunt. Oh, I like we that. Are, we yeah. are a thrift store uh, for building materials. We're going to start a new segment here on the radio show right now. It's called Stump the Store. Stump <laughs> yeah, the Store. Stump the Store. And so what I'm going to ask I'm you, nervous. I'm going to ask you about <laughs> different items, and then we're going to move on around the table. And we're going to ask you if you carry these at the store, or if you've had them in the store, you think you would get them in the store. Okay, are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right, first item, hot tubs. Absolutely. All right, next item, exercise equipment. Sometimes. Firearms. No. No firearms. Okay. We got one no. Not, um, we found one in a donation once it was by accident, but yeah. we did not keep that in our store. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. The porcelain bus. A toilet. Can you find a toilet to replace in your house? Every day of the week in yes. every color of the rainbow. Literally. Wow. Well, with that, we move on to Sherry Hill. Sherry, you get to ask. Ceiling fan. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, lamps. Yes. Plant hangers. Yes, we have those. Those <laughs> just came in. They're gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> Hardware to put on my doors. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you did not stump her, so we'll move on to Brian Cassidy. Brian. Wood axe? Yes, very popular Halloween item. Mm-hmm. Very good. Okay. <laughs> How about like doors? Yes, we absolutely have a huge selection of doors okay. and, and quite a market for them as well. AC units, like floor units and wall units, window units, like the portable ones? Yes. Okay. And they, we, we can hardly keep them in. They move oh, very good. fast. Heaters. We do get heaters occasionally. That's that's one of those things that I think people keep their heaters until they, okay. they pretty much, you know, implode. You be amazed, though. Summertime, we get a ton of heaters, Got like it. space heaters. So. Well, we love those. Okay. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now the Junk King warehouse is going to empty out. And It'll be empty. <laughs> so we're open for parties. We can rent it out for parties. There's a DJ. How about a dance studio? A dance studio, yeah, yeah, all right. Alan Zane from Atlas Red Realty. Okay, ceramic tile. Absolutely. Every day. Our crafters love the ceramic tile. Mm, that was a, mm. a group of people we didn't talk about. Wood flooring? Yes. How about an old oil lamp 
that pulls from the ceiling on a on like a bobble hinge. I want to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been stumped. Um, I've never seen one. Yes. So <laughs> those houses built in the you know early twenties that had the push button light switches. Mm-hmm. I have seen those over the over the years. See, those are amazing because when they go bad, you have to replace them, and it mm-hmm. just looks tacky with this. Huge Victorian, you know, artwork all over, and then you have a, a brand new light switch. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> nice mm. rockers. I can't guarantee that they're always going to be in there, but we've got a really good crew that will look out for things too. If you're looking for something specific, they will, you know, the, they'll remember your face and say, ah, nice. you know, I know Bob was looking for that. So, because um, we get a lot of people cleaning out their sheds and their garages and and grandpa's tool chests and whatnot. So we do get a, a lot of those reclaimed kind of kind of items that are unique. Right. I'm sure there's lots of treasures at the store. The Always Habitat, treasures. Habitat for <laughs> Humanity store. Alan, we maybe have to go to lunch sometime and go check that store out. Yes, I think we need to go there very often. <laughs> All right. So what's the address for the store at Habitat for Humanity? It is 1775 Coonsley. And we are on the corner of Kitsky and Coonsley, uh, kind of down by the river at the north end of the of Kitsky Lane. I think people hear Kitsky and they think south end of town. Well, there's a there's an active business world on the north end of Kitsky as well, so and I that's see. where we are. <laughs> Very good. Well, we'll be coming to visit soon and encourage our visitors to do the same by putting all of that contact information on our website, NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. I want to thank you and your associate, Juliana Jefferson who is in marketing and events. Ladies, thank you for being with us today. Thank you for having us. I'd like to thank our other guests for being here too and our listeners for tuning in. My name is Peter Padilla. Be sure to tune in again, same time, same station, next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com. I'm Brian Cassidy, owner of Junk King Reno. We know you like a clean house and a clean yard, but sometimes things are too big, too heavy, or too much. We're fully insured and bonded. Junk King Reno, locally owned and operated. Call Junk King Reno, 888-888-JUNK.